Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Horford sliding in the middle of the lane. Misses the easy layup. Rebound Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich leading the break with Richardson on his heel. Gives it left side. Donovan. Catch and shoot. How? Utah by 8. 71-63. Neto defending. Bogdanovich comes up. Curls off. Has some airspace. Fires the three. Perfect! Absolutely dead solid. Perfect! Jazz by 5. Utah Jazz build a big lead in the third quarter and then hold on in the fourth quarter and win 106-104. PK, what? we can probably pick that apart. There were some less than perfect moments in there, but in the end they won. It was dead perfect. It was dead perfect? I don't know. said. Locke just said. <laughs> dead perfect. I know, but you dead don't always perfect. agree with Locke. You're free not to agree with him. Who's dead Dead perfect. perfect. Not sure what that means. But. You're dead. But man, it was a sweet ride. You are perfect. You've achieved perfection. You can go now. We got the question of the day up on Facebook. The Jazz win. But Ben Simmons only played 10 minutes in this. Do you care? Or it's just another game without Ben Simmons? Obviously, Ben Simmons is a critical component to the 76ers. I have no idea what would have happened if he would have played, but Jazz needed a win after having lost two ball games in a row, and they got it. And so it's somewhat tainted. But uh, when we get to April, no one's going to remember this, that, or which ones, which did, who didn't. I mean, they've gotten two now. Where I, mean, I, I think Joel is their best player on Philadelphia. I would take Joel over and uh, beat over Simmons. Yeah, I think most people would. But they benefited with the second best player. And then, of course, not having uh, Kawhi Leonard a week ago. But it's the way it goes, man. All right, we'll get into that. Did you love it? Hate it? Shrugging your shoulders? How much do you care? Yeah, I guess you would think that without Simmons, they should have won by more than two. We will get to that coming up. It's up on Facebook, DJ and PK. You can hit us up on Twitter, David DJ James, and we'll open the phones next. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Hashtag NBA. Listen, I, I, I'm a fan of basketball as well. You know, not just a coach. And so I, I feel for that. You know, I understand that. We obviously have to do what's right by our players. You know, we have to. It's our, it's our duty. And for a fan, it's just it's really a tough one. And there's no answer. There's no correct answer that I'm going to give you that will satisfy that person that you're talking about. That's Doc Rivers talking about sitting players because it was when he was, when the Clippers were here, it was all about load management. And he said, well, back in the day, we just called it rest, but now they have to justify it with the league because it's national TV games and national TV partners paid a lot of money and they can't be pumped by this development. And now it's, uh, well, it's his knees and he shouldn't be going back to back. So, whatever. But Kawhi Leonard's not playing. And they're 5-3, and three, and they're 0-2 when he sits. And fans are paying to see him and paying to see the best, and they're obviously not the best when he's not there. Yeah, it all boils down to money. 
And so when he's not there, folks feel like they're getting ripped off. This was a home game, too, so credit them for doing that. It's, it's a perpetual issue. I mean, it's not going away. Ante Kempo had a massive stat line as the Bucks beat the shorthanded Clippers 129-124. 38 points, 16 rebounds, 9 assists. He's just putting up staggering numbers. A few other games, the Dallas Mavericks. How good are they going to be, PK? How big a jump can they take? They won again. It was the Magic at home. They kind of made a mess of the end of the game there. Doncic said he kind of got bailed out, missed shots, missed free throws by the uh, Orlando Magic, let him off the hook for some late turnovers. But they do win again. It's a little bit like the Jazz. Maybe it should have looked better than it did, but you know what it's going to look like in six months? It's going to look like a win. Yeah, I don't really pay attention to the Magic, so I don't know if they had all their guys or not. Uh, But one-point win, they got it. Dallas off to a 5-2 and two start now. And the Warriors, who the Jazz are going to see uh, here in a few days, they got beat. The Rockets took it to them, 129-112. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Yeah, we're not going to announce it. All four guys practiced today, though. I will say that. All four guys took reps in practice today. But in the case of Zach and Jaron, it's still kind of day-to-day to see how ready they could be. But we're not going to announce who's starting yet. There's just no reason to. Cat and mouse, PK. Things that have to be done. That's a quote that you could have heard uh, weeks ago from Kyle Whittingham or any other coach. And we're going to be hearing it weeks from now. And we'll hear it next year and blah, blah, blah. Four quarterbacks. Take a guess. Well, I think if one of the three is healthy, they will start. So my guess is Romney. But um, what's the difference, really? Liberty should win. It should win regardless of who the quarterback is. And we had Liberty's coach Hugh Freeze on earlier this year and earlier this week. And he said that the good thing is, is the style of play doesn't change dramatically with any of the guys. So that makes it a little easier on him. Although that defense has had problems stopping people, so regardless of who the BYU quarterback is, that would be able to go up and down the field and score a bunch of points. Agreed. USC, it leaked. Then there was speculation there's a problem. There's no announcement. There's no announcement. But there's going to be an announcement later this morning. Mike Bone getting ready to make the jump from Cincinnati to USC. Yeah, 11 o'clock our time. Going to fix it all, isn't he? Come in and clean it up. Get SC on uh, track. When it comes to football, there will be times uh, in the not-too-distant future where SC will be really good. Alabama coach Nick Saban says Tua Tagovailoa is progressing well and, quote, there's a good chance he'll play Saturday against number two LSU. Figure absolutely he'll play against LSU. This is the game. I don't know if this is the game. Why uh, is this the game? because the winner of this game should end up playing in the SEC title game, or it's not the game because the team that loses this game will get invited into the playoff tournament anyway. Well, especially if you don't have Tua Tagovailoa, then then you could say, wow, man, we played a tough game. We didn't have our number one guy. That theory has been floated. Like Alabama media, he shouldn't play. And then if they do lose... I think you fans anyway. need to understand this whole thing. You know, talking to you fan the other day, oh, they're, they're going to pack trolls in again. Well, I don't. I think what you don't understand is this is entertainment. It's not sports in its purest form and competition. It's entertainment. If it were its purest form, then every conference champ would get in. You have a way to play to, play to it. I mean, they're going to invite the four teams that draw the best too. 
I mean, Harmon put out a thing. He retweets something. A Pac-12 viewership. I saw it a couple days ago. And Utah in the top 10 Pac-12 games, they're not in one of them. BYU and SC is in one of them. But no Utes. They don't have enough fans. So it's not about competition exclusively. It's about entertainment. And once you factor in entertainment, you're factoring in the dollar. And the dollar matters more. So they're going to find ways to get Alabama in because they draw way more than anybody you talk at hope to have in front of the television sets. And it's about making money. It's not necessarily competition. Competition is only part of it. Making money is a much bigger part of it. You know, I already hear the committee saying an 11-1 team with a loss to LSU. That loss is more impressive than a loss to USC. Well, obviously it's it is. 7-5 and five or 8-4 and four or whatever they end up being. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Trying to get some of these TVs in the building turned off because you got too many people talking on TV about us and uh, what they think about us, what we should do, what we are and what we're not. But they don't really know who we are or what we're capable of people or what we're going through or what we're thinking. Um, it's just the outside viewers uh, looking in. And uh, so, yeah, tunnel vision, earmuffs, and just come to work every day and try to get better and get back to what we know we're capable of doing. Mitchell Trubisky, I'm wanting the TVs off at the team headquarters. Too much outside noise. What do you think people are saying about a team that's 2-6? and six? I probably wouldn't have said that. I don't have any problem with the latter part of it, but turning the TVs off? More focused than that. Yeah. Don't, don't be worrying about the television and what the fools on television are saying. Who cares what they're saying? It, and They're only going to say what you provide them with the evidence to say if they were six and two they'd yeah. be saying something different right. but they're and saying you to turn it up louder <laughs> absolutely <laughs> hey hold it down guys i want to hear this yeah we're pretty sweet so never worry about any of that stuff because they're just going to say a reflection of what you're doing out on the field if you want to change what idiots like me and i'm a narcissist i was told that uh, uh, yesterday on our facebook page i'm a narcissist by the way all right. I had to look that up. And you're so professional. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you might want to argue that everybody who gets up and goes to a microphone every day because people want to know what they think has a little stretch of narcissism. No, but you're you're so professional. Oh, well. So if you're... you're okay, thanks, but... If you're worried <laughs> about not. what somebody says, then just play better. I mean, that'll always change everything. Don't Don't worry about that. And it just seems like... He's out there worrying too much about what some ding-dong says. I mean, who cares? It's like when we took this job. and You don't worry about are we going to compliment the Jazz or are we not going to compliment Jazz? Well, if they deserve compliments, they'll get them. If they don't, they won't. Then don't worry about what I say. Worry about how they play. You can look at the standings and start guessing what people are going to say about you. Yes, this comes to us from Bo. PK literally insults DJ the whole time, and it makes me uncomfortable as a listener. DJ stays professional, regardless of what PK says, but I still feel uncomfortable listening. PK is a narcissist, although I do trust his analyst most of the time. Analyst, not analysis. No, A-N-A-L-Y-S-T. So when I bring my analyst in, he trusts that person. <laughs> Not my analysis. Hey, your analyst is one of your people. You need to bring the you analyst in more often, apparently. 
I mean, I had to look up with no, what narcissist meant, actually, to tell you the truth. I, I did not know. I mean, that's like the, some of those fancy words that we heard. All, I, tr- say what you want about Trump, but the best thing about it, he's expanded my vocabulary. Yeah? Because, oh, yeah, because all these accusations and this and that. So I looked it up. I literally, I looked it up. A person who is overly self-involved and often vain and selfish. If that does not describe me, I don't know who... Vain. Yeah. I'm so vain. Dun, 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 dun. I probably think this segment's about me. I'm so vain. <laughs> you're up. You're up. You're up. No, I'm not singing Carlos. So See, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I, I bet he thinks the segment's about him. About him. About him. I can't hit that note unless Yacht comes in here, pulls this chair up, and just puts it down on my foot and sits on it. Then I could hit that. So then, I am a narcissist. <laughs> and I you are so professional. I do believe we have a theme for the rest of the 18 show. 18 friggin' years into this. DJ the narcissist. And it's like day one. Good cop. I'm a narcissist, and DJ is so professional. Good cop, bad cop. We wrote it You're for a while You're the pro. Now. Saddle up. I am a narcissist. I couldn't even yep. spell it. I literally had to look it up. I am often selfish and vain. No, I'm not. I just know that the freaking show revolves around me. <laughs> you narcissist. Narcissism, the pursuit of gratification from vanity or egotistic admiration of one's idealized self It's not braggadocio if you can do it. This includes self-flattery, perfectionism, and arrogance. Oh, that's me <laughs> to a T. I'm not arrogant when I just happen to be right all the time. See? And he does appreciate your analysis, so maybe he knows you're the greatest. No, analyst. Just, Tell you're my analyst. analyst. My bad. <laughs> my bad. That was on me. That's my bad. You're just, ripping me. I just threw the ball into the third row. And That's then you're me. telling me my analyst is correct most of the time. <laughs> well, we need to get him a job. <laughs> the analyst needs to come in more often, apparently. <laughs> Oh, a day in the life. Uh, it's funny. Riley just tweeted this out now. Riley Jensen, who is on. Uh, you are in control of your ship. You are in charge of your path. You are a narcissist. <laughs> he didn't say that. But he could have. I'm in control of my what? Your path. I'm in control of my ship? <laughs> yep, that's what he says. Oh, I see. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I just got to keep my ship together, and I'm there okay. There it is. Exactly. <laughs> if it falls apart, you'll sink. Not if I have my analyst, he'll tell me ahead of time, hey, we need to get off. <laughs> ah, it's falling apart. I've analyzed this. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're going to stop this now so that we can go to break, so that we can come back and talk about your Utah Jazz. And basically it comes down to what level of satisfaction did you get out of that win? I got a lot. Really? On a couple of things individually. Okay. You know, I think this time of year, that's probably... I wonder, because I saw the question you put up last night. You know what? No Ben Simmons, so... Does it cheapen the win, basically. Right, does it cheapen yeah. the win? And I think it depends on what you're looking for right now and what you think they're accomplishing right now. So we will get to that next. 855-340-ZONE. We can open the phones. Hit us on Twitter, David DJ James, Facebook, DJ and PK. And, uh, you know, if you got any... Uh, Really funny thoughts on narcissism. You're probably already sharing. What's a them. better word to describe us? Professional, the pro, and the narc. <laughs> the pro and the narc. <laughs>
<laughs> what is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. It's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, stay with us. More on the Jazz and the Sixers coming up. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah Jazz out-rebound, the NBA's best rebounding team, and they beat the Sixers 106-104. Donovan Mitchell, 24 points. He needed 23 shots to get there. Boyan Bogdanovich threw in 20 points as well, and the Jazz hold on at the end for the 106-104 win. Off today, they host the Bucks tomorrow. Tonight in the NBA, Trailblazers and the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard expected to play tonight after sitting out last night the front end of the back-to-back as the Bucks beat the Clips 129-124. to Thursday night football in AFC West Clash. It's the Chargers and the Raiders. 6-20 tonight on Fox and the NFL Network. You can listen to the game right here on the Zone Sports Network. Chop the Wires brought to you by Diamond Airport Parking. Begin and end every great trip with Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers car to curb service, 24-7 airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water, plus no one beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport Parking just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park right and save. That's Diamond Airport Parking. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Monday Night Football. A cat gets on the field, man. Of course it does. Running around. Started in the red zone. Smart. I get the feeling that if I had to be involved with that cat, that would have made us keep it. Oh, yeah. That cat would be at your home now. Although I would have traded out Spazzy in a second. Four cuddles? A football cat? (laughs) For Spaz? (laughs) Done. Are you kidding me? (laughs) This cat's famous. This cat scored more touchdowns than I ever did. Hey, Spaz. uh, I'm going to do this like an NFL coach is going to do it. Bring your playbook and uh, bring your food bowl. All right, you're both going to run a 40 and whoever finishes first. Spaz is on the trade block. Yeah. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Joint scouting hands Monday from noon to 3. Sound Sleep Medical 8941 South 700 East in Sandy. All right, question of the morning. Jazz beat the Sixers. Ben Simmons left after 10 minutes. Shoulder injury. Going to be re-examined in Denver. We'll see how long he's gone for. But he only played 10 minutes as the Jazz won by 2, 106-104. Do we care? That's the question of the morning. I guess the question is, well, what are you looking for, PK? Because I think for some people it's like, hey, the Sixers are one of the best teams. If the Jazz can beat them, then they can beat the league's elite and they could win the title that has been so elusive that everybody wants. And I think that, as a premise, whether Ben Simmons plays 0, 10, 20, or 30, or 40 minutes is not the right premise for this game in November. Yeah, I'm not really listening to you. I'm just formulating my own thoughts. <laughs> That's because you're a narcissist. Or maybe you're, you're talking to your analyst now, so you know what you're going to say next. Get fed some really good lines. As I just got a tweet... People need to know, you don't mean to have everything about you. It's just the way it is. (laughs) (laughs) See, there's somebody who gets it. I just, I can't help it, man. I'd prefer not to have all the attention beyond me. But your greatness demands it, so that's just the way it is, and you'll have to roll with it. That story I told you about the guy giving me the ride in the Porsche at the airport. Yeah. So we're at the gate, and there's a bunch of Ute fans, uh-huh. and so they're PK this and call me out. And he looks at me and says, 
Man, you're not re- you're not really comfortable with all this attention, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no. But back to jazz. There were some positive signs. The the thing that I thought was just great. And Thurl brought it up multiple times. You asked Quinn Snyder about it. If the what we now re- identify as the mid-range jump shot is there, mm-hmm. take it. So Quinn take said, it. So Quinn said. He said the uncontested of all yes. the advice he gives players, the uncontested. Take is it. The thing. The, it's there almost all the time for Donovan Mitchell, and I, I'm tired of the Gobert. Screen assist. Quit pointing it out. Because what you're really saying is, Gobert doesn't get enough credit and I'm going to give him enough credit. That's your intent by saying that. So just say that. Because anybody can set a screen, almost. I'm more concerned about the guy coming off the screen making the shot. Yes, and I get all that, but I will tell you there are a lot of people who don't want to set screens, and anybody could, and I am stunned how few people who play uh, basketball want may, to set a good screen. Maybe so. But what you're really doing is sticking up for Gobert. That's the intent. Well, we like our guys, <laughs> and now that I don't need to spend a lot of time reminding you what a good guy Derek Favors is, and by the way, he is, <laughs> just, I'm going to tell you what a good screener Rudy is, and by the way, he is. But we get it. So just oh. tell tell oh, us. Got it? I'm sticking up for Rudy Gobert now. I'm sticking up for Rudy Gobert now because people don't think his offensive game is good enough. I'm sticking up for Rudy Gobert now because every time you tell me about a screen assist by Gobert, that's the message you're delivering. So just deliver that message. I'm fine with that. He also had 14 points and 16 boards. Thought he had a fine. Game. Oh, I don't think there's a, a need to stick up for Gobert. Right. I personally wouldn't do it because I don't do it when. George Niang sets a screen. <laughs> I mean, the only Niang. It's it's sweet screen. It's just selective because you don't think he's getting enough credit offensively. Well, the thing, so that's why you're if doing. If you want to it. talk about something new with Gobert, is he going to keep shooting free throws like this? Because this is something we talked about a couple years ago. Boy, if only he could shoot free throws, six for eight, seventy-five percent. Yes, two he po- will. Two-point game. Sweet. He'll, he'll be fine. So talk about that. He worked on it. I know, and it's come a long way, and it shows, baby. And it matters. And the one-point win in Phoenix or a two-point win here, these close games, his ability to hit free throws at a 75% clip, it's a big deal. He worked on it. Yeah. So the guy will do whatever it takes to help your team win. I already know that. And if you want to point it out because you're a defender of Gobert, fine. Just one of these things that it's like narrative and uh, what was the other word? Pedestrian. That was <laughs> Kyle Whittingham. The constant, I already get, Rudy Gobert is an all-NBA center. I don't think he needs people to point out what he does well. We see what he does well. I mean, I'm not that dumb. I already know it. <laughs> <laughs> not that dumb. You're actually quite brilliant. Yeah. Now more about my narcissism. <laughs> so I also think this is insulting. We get it. Gobert isn't going anywhere. He's a pillar of the, found, of the franchise. He's getting paid handsomely. He deserves attention. He's getting attention. He'll continue to get attention. But if you feel the need to cheerlead for him, have at it. Uh, but I just love that, Go, that Mitchell just seems, his body language just seems so confident on those shots. So take those shots. They don't so, have to be a three. If you're just joining us, we played the the post-game comments, and Donovan's take on this was, I practice those shots. We know they're going to be there. Right. That's how team, he didn't go into this, but that's how teams are going to defend him. They're clearly taking away the three-point line, and everybody's like, well, maybe we shouldn't let Gobert break the dunk record again. So what's going to be open is the mid-range stuff. And Donovan said he takes 30 of them in his pregame warm-ups. He takes more than that. Uh, during the shoot-around early in the day because he knows they're going to be there. The, the problem I have with it, and I'm, I think of all the shooting stats 
uncontested's a big deal. You really got to no matter where you're shooting from, when you're open, you're going to make way more of them. But the thing you're sacrificing, and they know you're sacrificing, and they're trying to bait you into it, is you're going to sacrifice free throws. You know, when you're shooting an open 15-footer, nobody's going to foul you. They're not around you. They're not supposed to be jumping and jump shooters. You're just not going to go to the line very often. And it took Donovan a long time to get the line. I think he only shot, like, four free throws. He shot some at the end of the game When He was three for six. I was three for six. Okay, so he shot six he free throws. two. And yeah. so his average is about at six, and we've seen some games where he shoots 10 or 14. And six is a pretty good number for an NBA player. That gets you up there. But the truly elite guys can get a little higher than that. And that's asking a lot of Donovan, but if this club's going to go where everybody wants it to go, we're going to ask a lot of Donovan. This is going to have to happen. So I'm interested. Can he get to eight, nine, ten free throws a game? Harden has been up around ten pretty routinely. Can he get there? Not shooting the twos. And that's why at the end of his answer he said, but i got to be like Bogdanovich, and i got to find a way after shooting these to get to the hoop at some point. Because he knows he has oh, yeah. to get fouled. So keep but an eye on his free don't throws. don't eliminate it. Right. And early on, and he, he was got in a so groove. smooth. Right, he got in a groove early on, and it yeah. was just bang, bang, bang. He looked he like one Jordan. After <gasps> Don't do that. He did. Don't do that! We've yeah. all seen Jordan hit that mid-range. The mid-range beat the Jazz. Yep. And he just looks so smooth. And if it's going to be there with the greatest, we've had the greatest power forward, the greatest point guard, and now the greatest screen assist guy ever in the NBA. I mean, that's it. You can't beat that, man. And so you got the greatest assist guy, a screen guy. So go ahead and take that. And I encourage that. And then, and I'm going to tell Joe, if he comes on today and he's supposed to. Nine o'clock. Be more aggressive offensively. And I know you're going to argue, Joe, and you're going to say, well, I just, you know, I I don't, uh, whatever's there, whatever I got to do. No. Be more offensive minded. They can't stop you. You're, Not while they're trying to stop everything else. You have a lot of skill yeah. to add to this team, and having your scoring average cut in half is not beneficial to the team. Fact. And he's averaged he averaged twelve last year, and he's averaging six this year. I need him to be more aggressive, particularly with Moutier and Davis out. This is not a deep team by any stretch. Totally agree. Yeah. If you want the biggest red flag, look at the plus minus. Every time the bench came into that game last night. It is a problem. They had it rolling coming out of the locker room in the third quarter. The the starters came in and pushed that lead up, and it looked like they could run away with it, but didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, I've been saying it since the start of the season. The starters are playing big minutes. Yes, by necessity. Right, and that could be an issue down the line. And particularly, my, my gosh, if Bogdanovich goes out with an injury, they are hosed. <laughs> That's a big problem. Yeah. I mean, they they desperately need him uh, to do what he does because Mitchell's going to do what he does, and Conley will have to see about what he does. You know, he was okay. He he gave him something. He wasn't a detriment in that way. But I still I want Joe to be more aggressive offensively, and he was, and it made a massive difference. Uh, Sergeant Jazz is tweeting at us. I'm bummed Simmons left early. The Jazz would have won by more if he had stayed in. I don't know that. I know. I don't know it either. I guess the argument you have to make of your Sergeant is that the Jazz, in the words of Quinn Snyder, fouled too much down the stretch. Uh, But Simmons isn't a good free throw shooter. So maybe as you're fouling down the stretch, I would have actually helped them out and would have equated into some stops. Because the guys who shot the free throws for Philly, they shot a bunch of them. And they made a bunch of them. They shot, I think they shot 10 more than the Jazz, and they shot over 
as a team. I think they only missed four. It was yeah. a good night for them at the free throw line. Yeah. Although I do think Neto played well. It was good to see. He did give him a lift. Yeah, 30 and, minutes. And he was able to score a little bit. Yes, and He played 30 minutes for the Jazz about two weeks. Well, that was actually discussed during the game. <laughs> he's having a great game. We've seen this before. How many of these can he have before he's on the shelf? Right. Yeah, I like the way he played. He, he's basically, he's replaced T.J. McConnell in the, the See, lineup I think the, for the Sixers. I think the reason to stay away from the whole, you know, this is an elite opponent, and if they beat this, they can beat the elite, and they're in the championship mix, is a lot of teams made a lot of changes. And, you know, you bring up Philly. Okay, so T.J. McConnell and, and uh, Butler's not there. Reddick. Anymore. Reddick's not there anymore. He went to the Pelicans. So they got everybody... Except Denver. But lots of the elite teams have big changes. I guess Milwaukee doesn't have a lot of big changes. There's a couple exceptions. But there's four, five, six teams at the top Bogdan's of the league. gone from Milwaukee. That's a change. Four, yeah. There's four, five, six teams at the top of the league that clearly have a lot of changes. Nobody's going to play well enough now to win the title in the spring. Everybody's figuring stuff out. Can you win a little more than your share of the games while you're figuring it out? So when you get to the second half of the season, you get to the playoffs— you're not. I mean, the Jazz last year had to yeah. dig out of a hole where they were like 13th in the West. But what is your your share? I mean, the Lakers are winning more than their share. Yeah, they're six and one. They got a nice little streak. Going. So that before you know it, it's going to be the season is in full swing. Yeah. So, and every game counts just the same. So in that, and I, I hear what you're saying, and I agree with it in theory. But I'm already seeing some form of separation. Because the Lakers are 6-1. and one. Uh-huh. Because there's one game between 2nd yeah. place and 10th place. I didn't think that myself that LeBron was going to slip virtually at all this year. I, I didn't think so. I, I saw nothing. He had the groin injury last year. I get that. But his performances out on the court, the Lakers were disappointing. But it wasn't because of him. I mean, he missed the 20 games, and that remains to be seen. Who's going to miss how many games? And we know that's going to happen. We just can't predict it. Plus, you got load management and all that stuff. But he's playing at a, if not the highest level, then extremely close to it. And you, you have to have a real big-time discerning eye, which I don't have, to <laughs> say he slipped. And maybe it's a lot of it I don't remember because so, I'm seeing now, and he looks awesome, and, and and Davis is fine, and they've got some decent role players. They look like they're a legitimate contender. So, Clippers. Two weeks from now, they could be five right. games ahead of you. Clippers, Lakers, Rockets, Jazz, Nuggets. Top five in the West. In some order, sorted out. So what I told you earlier, and what I'm sticking with here, is... I don't. I I haven't thought at any point the Jazz are going to end up being the one seed in the in the West. I don't. I think that's the Clippers when they're healthy and they have all their guys. Well, we'll I, have to see. And I, I mean, maybe they, they played zero games to that exactly. level. But I think it's them. And I look at the other teams and think if the Jazz can get to three. I mean, whether you're two or three, if you edge that team out, you're still playing the same team in the second round. Understood. So can they get to three? And I think 55 wins will get them there. Can they play? Can they win 60% of their games? That's a little more than their share of the games. Can they win 60% here in the first half of the season while they're figuring it out? B12 and 8, B24 and 16. Because down the stretch, every year Quinn Snyder's been here, they've had a great second half of the season, better than the first half. I think there was one year that was only an improvement of a game or two. But most of the time, they're way better in the second half than in the first half. Yeah, but what are they trying to figure out that's going to make them better? 
Uh, well, the last bench night, somehow I mean, is going to get better? We, we've heard different yeah, – the bench needs to get better. I mean, I think you're spot on. When you say the bench isn't good enough and that's a problem and if Bogdanovich gets – yes. I, I buy I know, all but So the bench has to get better. How are they going to figure it out? Who's going to get better? The internal development they always talk about, the 10 guys they're paying to do development there – Everybody gets a little better. Uh, no one's. There's no internal development to get Jeff Green better. He's in his 30s. Okay, so if <laughs> you must know, the discussion among the media is: When does Jeff Green get his first offensive rebound? Get an offensive rebound. Well, I mean, Donovan had a couple putbacks last night, didn't he? I can I can think of one of them clearly in my head. Yeah, you know, he follows so his shot very well. Right, exactly. He, he knows when it's off. And he and goes think, up there and, and puts I don't think it, back it was just in. one. I think it was a couple of them. He missed a couple bunnies and got back up there and put bunnies. It in. Oh, I love basketball. Yeah, you talk. do, don't you? Man, Sweet. I love it. It's getting warm in here right now. Basketball. Missed a couple. Bunnies. How do you know it's a basketball talk? It might be your narcissism. Nope. I it just, could be your analyst. No, I've heard it. People a say third body in the room would heat it up. I've heard people say bunnies. I love it. Bunnies. When you when you talk basketball, <laughs> I'm not a narcissist. I'm virtually invisible. I just back away. Sweet. I know I'm out of my league. When you get with those guys, <laughs> now you're playing the You thorough and pace and those guys, yep. and you just talk basketball. Mm-hmm. I just sit back. Yep. I I open a mental notebook. Well, Pace is watching the U of A now, so I'm not going to talk to him about the Jazz as much. But I didn't say about the Jazz. I said basketball. Oh, true. Good point. Or as they say back east, basketball. Well, how do they say it? Basketball. Really? Oh, well, you listen to Kornheiser. He'll always say basketball. He does. You're right. <laughs> now that you say it, I can. I didn't link the two, but now that you say it, he does. Well, I grew up there. <laughs> That's how they say it, basketball. Jeff says it's one game in 82. What matters most at this point is getting the chemistry right. Conley, 6 of 15, was an improvement. Mitchell's 24. 5 and 8 was a well-rounded game, and Bradley was efficient in limited minutes. They're getting the kinks worked out pretty well. Okay, that's a, that's a positive take. Getting the chemistry right. Okay, I think the message in this game was improve the rebounding. They weren't. The, yes, very much so. You, I you agree. Certainly, yeah. those back to back losses they had certainly you can put one, if not both, of them on a rebounding. Well, one possession you can, and then the entire game on the other one. Yeah. So, so go out and rebound. And the Sixers yeah, are good yeah. at rebounding. And the Sixers are a big team, and they got a lot of tall. Guys. They were. <laughs> <laughs> Someone was saying, they're, I think it was Donovan. They're all 6'6". And Pazzi goes, well, until Nato came in. <laughs> right. I mean, that's a, it's a drastic reduction. Right. Simmons is taller than that. And you're, you're giving away 6, 7 inches there. And you got to box out. If you just run around trying to out-jump these guys who are taller and athletic, it's not going to happen. you got to have position against this team. Other teams, you might get Positioning is the key on that. Right. Yes. And then you got to make your bunnies. There it is. Yeah. James says a win's a win. We've only got uh, 50% of Conley. The thing that I didn't like is growing up, the hollow bunnies. I wanted the solid bunnies. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Chocolate candy Easter yeah. time, right? I wanted so- the hollow bunnies I never really liked. I'm paying for air here, people. Right. That, that More was, chocolate. Those bunnies were very disappointing. Chocolate I, I mean, I ate through. them, but I preferred the solid bunnies. That's what I wanted. Right. Those were the bunnies I wanted to make. And then the other disappointment was that the Jazz didn't pull away in the fourth quarter and win that more easily. You know, win's a win. It's only going to count one at the end. But Simmons was out. They had a 10-11 point lead. Embiid was gassed and picking up fouls. And somehow they let Philly kind of crawl back into it and keep it close. Now they never tied it up. They never took the lead. 
and jazz no, won. No, uh, but, but it wasn't, there it wasn't be a great stuff that could be said for that. Though. It wasn't a great fourth quarter. No, and they got, and they got outscored by I think it was eight. And although I don't, I don't view a ten point lead or deficit with six seven minutes to go that big of a lead. I mean, not in this league. Guys can hit threes. They could have lost it. Blinking of an eye. Absolutely. So you can come down and hit two threes right there. They could have lost the game. But they had, the thing that I liked is put them in pressure situations, even if it's somewhat, uh, you know, not the ultimate pressure. There's very few pressure situations in the first week of November. But that, that, that compared to the pressure situations in April and May. But Bogdanovich hitting that three, for the, has he how many pressure threes has he had for the Jazz? You know, obviously along the line his international ball and his other years in the NBA he's had them. But for this team right now, particularly with us watching him, he hit that big three and I liked it. In in the moment, for what it was worth, it was a pressure situation and there was zero hesitation. And the same shot that he would take in warm up looked like the same shot that was there. With basically the game could have got even tighter and that gave him some breathing room because you had time and score at that point that was going to be substantially in your favor. So there's something to be said for the fact that you did not put them away and it was a close game and you won. And that goes to Jeff's point about getting the chemistry right because Bogdanovich talked about it that because of the way Philly had been defending him, he knew on that possession that they were going to double Donovan. He slipped the screen. Donovan read it. Hit slipped him. the screen. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is awesome. Yeah, but I had to quote him. I don't know that. I'm not that big a basketball. Oh, bull crap. No, really not. You know full well about skipping, slipping screens. Yeah, I guess I do, actually. Let's talk about my Look narcissism that, for a moment. man. Bunnies. Let's and talk about my narcissism. People, I'm sorry for you who don't know basketball the way uh-huh. he does. That's why I'm here for you, because I never played the game. I never slipped a screen in That's my life. That's a lie. I slipped That's a disc, a but I've never slipped a screen. I've never set a screen. I've never had a screen assist. Bull. Ever. You're lying. No, I'm not. You are lying. And I've, again, the only bunnies that I've had are the hollow and the full solid chocolate. All right, well, we're moving past Halloween into Thanksgiving, so it's not really chocolate bunny time of year. You're, you gotta, you're, you're but you brought up bunnies, of, not me. You're holding on to a lot of bitterness right now. Of course I am. I woke <laughs> up. <laughs> Uh, uh, you got everything you need for work, PK? Hold on. I packed my bitterness and I got my narcissism. Yeah, I'm good. We're See you sad. Later, Let's do this thing. He hops on a Harley and peels out of the driveway and wakes up the whole neighborhood. I'm holding on to a lot of bitterness. Yeah, for several decades. <laughs> and I plan to hold on it for a couple I'm more. I'm a narcissist. I woke up to this. You're a narcissist. Not good morning. May you have a good day. <laughs> you should you should tweet that back at everyone who sends you anything negative. That would be hilarious. Disarm them. <laughs> Thank you. Have a great day. It really does disarm people. And send them send him the uh, send him the gif of uh, of uh, Jim Carrey from uh, what's the movie where he's on the TV set and he doesn't know it. Oh, uh, Does Truman. The Truman, the Truman, Truman Show, show right. Yeah. yeah, the Truman Show, where he's doing the wave and he's got the overly happy face. <laughs> yes. Have a great day. For those Truman of you show. who weren't here earlier, I'll just read what I got this morning. PK literally insults DJ the whole time, and it I makes agree. me uncomfortable as me a listener. Too. DJ stays professional, regardless yeah, of what PK right. says, but I still feel uncomfortable listening. PK is a narcissist. Till the break when my foul mouth takes over. Although right, I do Doc? trust his analyst most of the time. <laughs> his analyst. <laughs> Who's analyst would need to have that? Would that be Gordon? Who is that? I don't know. I'm trying I to figure out who Gordon. Is. I think Gordon Monson just got a compliment. Miss, Mrs. K does a good job. Yes. PK she is, is a, a narcissist. 
That hurts. <laughs> All right, we'll be back to Wound PK next. Uh, more takes on the Jazz game and their win over the Sixers. Five and three now with the Bucks coming in tomorrow night. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Take The Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. We're brought to you in part by... WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. Jazz get the win over to the Sixers. Ben Simmons left after 10 minutes with a shoulder injury. Do you care? You fired up about the win? The absence of one of the Sixers' two best players takes the luster off for it. You don't care because it's the Jazz and you just show up to see them win. Or you're into the details, the bunnies and the slipped screens and the chemistry. And you're really not going to get too fired up about any win now. I'm going to get fired up about all of them, actually. To me, every win's a good win. Trying to get to yeah. 50 or 55? Right. Trying to get into a top three spot in the West? Because if you say you're top five in the West, that doesn't do anything for me. You've been there. Yeah. Been there, done that. That, that just leads to second-round exits. Or maybe even first-round exits. Yeah. So... Uh, I want more. I expect more. They want more. They expect more. So how do you get top three? Or better than that. Right. So, uh, you know, last year we heard about the scheduling and blah, blah, blah. This year, you know, the Suns played without Aiton. The Clippers played without Leonard. And the Sixers only had Simmons for 10 minutes. So that's why I don't get caught up in the scheduling because all that stuff evens out eventually anyway. Uh, So... Here you took advantage, and the good thing is you took advantage because just because they're like draft picks, draft picks don't get you anything. Drafting good players is what gets you stuff. And so just because another team has somebody out, that doesn't mean anything. If you beat them, then it means something. Michael is pumped about the win because he says every game matters in a wide-open league. I, I agree completely with Michael. And, and I think winning perpetuates itself. I mean, oh yeah, I believe that. Why right. do these some of these franchises? Why have the Suns been so bad for ten years? And the Kings, and the, before the Warriors got it going, they went like fourteen years without making the playoffs. It just becomes a losing mentality. And you accept it, yeah, right. And it's just the way it is. You're going to lose, and you know. As opposed to running out on the floor and thinking, "All right, yeah. we got these guys." Right, and so having these team, having these this group of guys win. Winning breeds winning. And I don't care what the circumstances are. I don't care if it's ugly or this or that. As long as you're winning, you're able to build upon and you feel better about yourself. You get more confidence and and you'll develop. And this is a developmental situation right now, as it is for other teams too. Yeah, that's for sure. You, you can say so you're both developing. Make sure you get the win. Yeah, so be it. You know, But as far as the Jazz are concerned, they're not really concerned about other teams and how they're developing. It doesn't matter. It's how you're developing. It's the only thing that matters here. And they've got some deficiencies. They've got some proficiencies. 
and build upon those, get better at the deficiencies. And I like how they did get better at the deficiency with rebound right off the bat, the very next game. So it's clear. That shows me something. It's like, all right, we understood that we were not good enough in that rebounding category. The Clippers killed us. So now what are we going to do about it? We're going to make some adjustments. We're going to, even if nothing more than just simply an attitudinal adjustment, they did that and they won the battle of the boards, which helps, you know, everything helps. Win, win all sorts of statistical categories, which the score being the most important, and you're going to win. And all everything matters. All 48 minutes matter. Every possession matters. Blah blah blah. Every slip screen mat matters. Every everything matters. At this level, with this much at stake, everything matters. And get better at these areas that you need to get better at. And they and they did. And they still have a long way to go. And that's great. You know? Well, earlier this year we were talking about they had to defend better coming out of the preseason. They held Philly to forty-one percent shooting. That's a good number. That'll that's been win fine. You, that'll win a lot of games. Yeah, it's been that. If if you rebound after you force the miss, right? You got to finish the, the possession, and the, right. the possession ends when you receive the ball and then go on offense. And it doesn't end until that happens, or you take it out of the net. Those are your two options. Or I guess they can throw it out of bounds for a turnover. Uh, so we know what the options are and play till you have possession of the ball. You need to have it, and then you go on offense, right? And it's the same thing. You know, your offensive possession ends when they have the ball. So do that. I saw some positive signs. Mitchell continues to emerge as an elite player. And you see it. Look in his eyes and his face. You can see it. You can see there's not a bunch of gyration when he comes off a, a Gobert a screen assist and makes the play. It's like, well, yeah, of course, this is what I'm supposed to do. You can just you just see it. it's a good thing to see the level of confidence. You know, he really hasn't had a horrific game yet. Am I missing anyone? Uh, where you know, he used no, you know, a couple of three for 21s and whatnot. No, I don't think and, he's had one And of some those. wide-eyed stuff where you're thinking, my gosh, what are you doing? <laughs> well, your first or second year in the league. Yeah, we haven't seen any of that whatsoever. And Gobert calling for the ball more, good. Like it. Call for the ball more. Have more possessions. You had a, a sweet, nifty pass on a little give and go. You were in front of the Sixers bench. I think it was to Bogdanovich. That was great. Rudy, continue to play with a chip on your shoulder, with, even within your own team. I love it. They don't give me the ball more. I can do more stuff. Great. Now go do it. And he did. That was, I mean, we're early on here. We're only eight games in. But that game last night, that was Donovan Mitchell's second worst shooting performance of the year. And it didn't even seem that bad. It wasn't as efficient as you want. I got it. But it wasn't bad. No. The the 24 points came on 23 shots. Mm, Okay. So... And I think part of that is, you know, to get to the free throw line. The only game he shot at worst was in the win at Phoenix. Well, yeah, who's going to take the shots? I mean, O'Neal just doesn't give you a whole lot of offense. He didn't take shots. He took two. So somebody's got to take them. And Conley's not exactly lighting it up. So you're basically your offensive weapons right now that you count on are two. Bogdanovich and Mitchell. So fire them away, man. As long as they're good shots. Fire them up. I don't care. Just one goal, the one requirement is a better way to say it. Is it has to be a good shot? And if Mitchell thinks it's a good shot, I think it's a good shot. <laughs> you got the faith and the confidence. I do. Well, all those because he has it. All those mid-range twos. It's part of the plan. They know it's coming. They know how they're going to be defended. He works on it and shoot around it before the game. And then he goes out and makes it pay off. Just get him to the free throw line more. That's all I ask. Well, I think that is a little bit of uh, seniority in the league and status, too. 
It's a little bit of that. It's several things. And one is what he said at the end of that answer last night is that I still I can't keep settling for it. I can take some of them when they're wide open, but I can't always settle for it. I got to find a way to get to the rim. Exactly. Right, but at the same time, if he's taking those mid rangers and just nailing them, it's going to save did. wear and tear on the body. It it does, and also eventually, as Quinn pointed out, eventually they're going to defend him better. Somebody's going to come you contest adjust to their that, adjustments, and that's when he's got to go attack the rim. I'm sure he can. He got in a groove hitting him last night, that was for sure. He had a little run where he just knocked one down right after another. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Utah football coach Kyle Whittingham coming up next. Craig Bullerjack, TV voice of the Jazz at 8.30. And the Joe Ingles Show at 9 o'clock. Joe will be here. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.